Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. I'm a little paranoid, but there's no way I'm sending Liam to school after he was just puking all day yesterday. That would not be a good look. Why but not? How many days can your kid be gone from school? Oh, like 30. For real? Yeah. Like He's in elementary school. That There's another amount of accounts. Because I read that they can he miss has most of the year. One, two, three. Oh God, he's fine. Four or five today is six illness days so since what? September. So, but then I get all, I get all paranoid. But, but what? Are they going to call somebody on me? Who I are they don't know. Call? I don't know. The doctor. I just feel like I finally saw this. Like I, I never go into my Skyward, and I'm like, after oh my everything God. you say on the radio, if nobody's called yet, it ain't going to happen. That's very true. You skipped your child's birthday to go get a V steam. Okay, so you can have 10 days excused. I don't know. I got to read this. What are they going to do? Take away I, his... I what for my V-Steam? You, you skipped your kid's birthday and Christmas to go get a V-Steam. You, didn't, you said all of None this None of is that important. is correct. That's... I would not skip Christmas. <laughs> my kid's birthday for sure. <laughs> my friend Megan had her car broken into Friday, and it was on the street, and they could see in her ring doorbell... This guy just casually walking by, spots her purse, pops the window, and now I'm thinking more, this must have been like a screwdriver or something he had in his in his uh, pocket, and he hit the window like with the backside of his fist, grabbed in there, grabbed her purse, yeah, off he goes. She calls the cops, right? She, she didn't know it was a thing, like it, whatever, when the ring doorbell goes off there all the time, and cops go, I don't know if we're going to catch this guy. We'll look mm-hmm. into it. I think what they do is probably look to see if anyone else in the neighborhood has had problems or anything stolen. And she was kind of like, well, are you going to catch him? And they're like, I don't know. And she didn't get this overwhelming feel that they were going to catch the guy. Yeah. And so I was like, did anybody else actually ever have a robbery where you caught the person? Um. So what was it? It was when I was working at that middle school and there was the robbery of that till from the play. There was a play and everything that they charged for admission to that play, they gave me the till to put in the office and then all of a sudden somebody stole it and they did end up catching that kid. But it took them like six months because there was like somebody dropped them a line and then they had to investigate and then they had to find out where he was that day. And They catch him red-handed though? They have all the money? No, he probably spent all the money. I was like moved on by then. But... Um, I have a question for you. If your car is stolen, do you have to keep like paying monthly payments for that car? Or does your insurance take over? You get a new car and then you just take God, over those. What payments? if the insurance? So think about this. What if you, what if you bought the car and it depreciated more than what the insurance is going to give you? Say you have a $30,000 car. Somebody steals it. Yeah. And the insurance company only gives you 20 grand. You got to eat that 10 grand, right? That's what I'm thinking. I'm wondering and I was really nervous. I'm never nervous when I go to the cities. I have lived down there. I'm very comfortable with it. But I drive a Kia. And they say Kias are oh, the easiest. They are. A number Kia's one a- stolen vehicle down there. And they, they have that group of the Kia boys that just go around and steal Kias. So I purposely parked right out in front of where we did our Japanese uh, Korean so you could barbecue, see it all the time? Japanese barbecue. Yeah. I just watched it the whole time. I was like that paranoid person. But... I'd feel very violated. Uh, Allison had texted in, uh, found out that, or, uh, you know, I had a whole bunch of stuff stolen from our house. The problem was we found out later it was the neighbor's kid 
And now we have a horrible relationship with our neighbors. Oh, no. Think about that. If you're living next to someone and their 15-year-old kid steals a bunch of stuff from you and then you catch them. Yeah. How do you, I mean. Uh, Lisa texted a woman stole the tip jar from right in front of our register at work. And they caught up with her the next day because the video surveillance was crystal clear. Listen, I just want you to know that if you're going to live that life of thievery, you will be caught. There are cameras everywhere. There are cameras around here. Do you notice how many cameras around here? Uh Uh-uh. You will now. You'll you'll notice. You walk everywhere. There's one right outside your office. There's one as we leave. There's one outside the bathroom. Really? There's one over here in the sales. You're gonna notice them now. Jeez. Everywhere you go. Uh, I uh, I speaking of the tip jar thing. I worked at uh, a Hagen Dazs ice cream shop in the Mall of America, and I got to chase down somebody who grabbed ours. It was a, like a like it was on the front counter. Yeah. And you're behind the counter, right? Mm-hmm. And you're behind those big ice cream tubs. And uh, my boss was ringing a guy up. And the guy grabbed the tip jar, and it was after a long, like, Saturday. There was probably $75 in there, and started running. And he goes, get him! Oh, man. And I chased him down, and I was able to tackle, like, I tackled him in the hallway of the Mall of America. Yeah. I mean, money went flying out all over the place, but I got to hold this guy down until security came. It was an what action moment. It was an action moment, man. Uh, I, oh man, they probably have video of that somewhere. I bet chicks thought you were so hot. No. Uh, Akela, how are you? Good. How are you? Great. Thank you for calling the show as we're talking about um, catching robbers. I have a friend named Megan who the the guy walked by her car on Friday, popped the window, and the cops are like, I don't know if we're going to catch him or not, but you caught a robber? Well, what happened is I worked at a jewelry store, and on one side, I don't know if I should say store names, on one side was a cold stone, and on the other was a caribou. Okay. And, what a great place to work, by the way. You're sandwiched into a couple of spots there. Yeah, I know. It, it smelled so good all <laughs> the time. <laughs> um, so I got a call in like the middle of the night, and I didn't know what it was, so I didn't answer it. And the next morning, I found out that our jewelry store had been robbed. Luckily, we had cameras, and um, so did Sherville. A guy had been like checking out our store, watching what we did at night, okay. and climbed on the top of the building uh, and ended up he was trying to get into our store dropped into the cold stone through the ceiling fell down <laughs> realized he was in the wrong place made it back up went over to our jewelry store and dropped through the ceiling into our jewelry store and stole you know a bunch of stuff yeah. and got out so when they looked at the cameras the girls from Recognize her coming oh, in. what a dummy. So they, I know, and they, the police knew right away he had been, you know, he'd committed other petty crimes and stuff, and I actually recognized him too from oh. going to elementary school with him. Oh, oh no! You knew, the robber, you knew the robber from kindergarten. <laughs> oh, no. I did. Uh-huh. So they did touch him, though, but. I think he's still kind of on that path. But what if he's out in time for your next that. class reunion? <laughs> <laughs> Bobby, remember me? That's Bobby, it's me. It's a Kayla. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? We always say like thieves are just so dumb lately, but he cased the joint. Like that's a jewel he thief. totally did. So. Like, he knew exactly where to go. Because, you know, there's always secret spots and yeah. stuff. He knew exactly where to go. Is it sad that he probably got more out of the Cold Stone than he did out of your jewelry store? I would have just stayed there. <laughs> yeah, right. my own. They would, they would have found Cat the next morning yeah. just sitting on the floor with a big spoon going after <laughs> I would have. Tanner is on line two. You know what tomorrow is, right, buddy? Um, Valentine's 
Yeah, we it talked is. about this last week. Now, you said that there's uh, somebody you've got a little bit of a crush on. Have you made that known yet, or are you still waiting? Still waiting. Okay, now, okay. are you going to get her something for Valentine's Day, or is it just not the right timing yet for you? I might. I think it's just the wrong timing for me. I got you. Yeah, I mean, you... You, you know yourself more than anybody. Sometimes you got to wait for spring to be, you know, in bloom, flowers, birds chirping, you know, all that crap. <laughs> all right. Well, when you're ready to make that move, if you need some help, you know, feel free to call. Uncle JJ will, uh, will guide you through the, the trials and tribulations of love because you probably have no idea how many times I've been dumped so I can make it hurt less. Do you feel uncomfortable when he says Uncle JJ? That's kind of weird, huh? I don't want yeah. you sitting on my lap or anything. I just said <laughs> that's what it infers. Right. Uh, yeah. Well, listen. When you're ready, when you're ready to get dumped by this girl, you call me and I'll make it a little bit easier. Okay. Okay. All right, brother. Have a great day, Tanner. Can you help me? Welcome to the show. We know we got you dialed in for OPP today. We know a little. Tell everybody what's going on here with your coworker, please. Well, there's this guy at work. We're in like the same. We're at, we're, we're at the same level of, of work. Like we're not, you know, he's not, we're not, no one's each other's superior or anything. Okay. All right. Um, but like he, he's always talking about his bad marriage and how he needs to give it. They don't have kids. And he's just talks about like how she spends too much. And, um, he thinks she's cheating on him with other guys and how he wants to end the marriage. And like, he's, I, I mean, I've been, you know, kind of digging on him for a long time. Yeah. And I oh, just no. don't know, like, do I say something? Do I let this play out? Like, do I encourage him to end his marriage? Like, I don't want to be the other woman right now. But yeah, do not time, by like, any means pursue this guy just because he's complaining to you about his home life. This is not a chance for you to be a homewrecker. I, I kind of agree with him. You don't want to look like that, but you can definitely be someone to help pick up the pieces. So you guys have a good, like, rapport relationship? Well, yeah. Do I, so you think I just let this thing play out and then just kind of hang around? Well, if know. it's so bad, it's going to end up in divorce anyway, and then you can be the consoler. And then just say, wow, you know, I, he'll notice. He probably already does notice that you're way different than who he yeah, is Yeah, how about that? Has he looked at you or made any kind of, like, remarks towards you? Like, hey, my relationship sucks. Do you want to be? Well, he always know? talks about it. Yeah, he's always talking about how bad his relationship is. Okay. You know? I don't think you want to be the straw that broke the camel's back here. Yeah, but I think if I strike now while the iron's hot, I got a good chance of landing it. Our OPP today, if you missed the call from Haley, basically she's got this guy that she works with. And he has been griping about his wife for a long time now. And it feels like he might be at the end of his ropes They're with her. They're probably not like, going to make it. Divorce is imminent. And she's like, oh, I really like him. We have a really great uh, relationship. I kind of want to seize the moment and pounce on it, and then he can just handle the divorce and stuff like that later. I just don't but think you want to be the home wrecker. You don't want, and even if you're not, even if the home is completely wrecked already, people are going to look at you like that. You want to wait, give it a couple of months after he's signed on the dotted line, so you at least don't look like. But the other thing is, that. what if somebody else gets in before you? What if you miss oh, your spot? Oh, it's a risk you're going to have to take. If he really likes you back, he's not going to go with somebody else. Sarah says if he already talks mad poop about his wife. Mad poop. Who's to say <laughs> 
that he wouldn't do the same about you if the relationship ended and how many other girls is he crying in their ear to? Oh, that's a good... You don't want to be another notch on his belt, she says. Anna, would you strike... Uh, Haley says, strike while the iron's hot here. Would you go for it right now or would you try and wait this out? Absolutely not. Um, I mean, not only would you be the homewrecker or look like the homewrecker, but then you're also risking that job that you have and you don't... What if it ends up not working out or, I mean, if you end up, you know, kind of making your way into his life, then that could easily be done back to you if it does go anywhere. So you just, it's one of those situations you can, you can look, but don't touch. That is very true. This is no fun though. (laughs) You're going to sleep better at night not (laughs) touching. You know what I mean? Like I, sometimes you think things and you're like, oh my God, if I acted on that. I would I would wreck a lot of people's lives or or your reputation. If you go to bed and put your head on that pillow and you're like, I didn't do anything wrong today. It's a good feeling. Listen, here's what I'm thinking. And, and I, I've had a chance to think about this for about 10 minutes now. One of the things that nobody has talked about yet is, and I think you hit the nail on the head a couple seconds ago, Kat, how many other girls he's crying about this to. Right. There's probably somebody else that's, uh, that's not going to take the high road and take the quick lane, and now she's in before you. How do you, I mean, what if you miss out on a golden opportunity here? Mm-hmm. Some people this think. This guy might be Mr. Right. Yeah, he wants his cake. There and... are other fish in the sea. <laughs> there know, are. but some of them are really ugly fish. And you know, don't you believe that you have like seven or eight soulmates out there? Like there's not just one person for you. But when you find that person, it's, it's great. Absolutely. I need you guys to quit talking about this because my wife listens to the show, and if she realizes there's like six or seven other soulmates out there, like my odds of making it through this marriage are pretty weak to begin with. Uh, she's going to come to her senses sooner or later. But if you keep telling her there's other guys out there for her. I don't ever want you to wonder what I talked to her at the swim-up bar about. <laughs> Elena had screenshotted this text message that she saw come in at around 11 a.m. on Friday. And she goes, you guys might want to talk about this. And um, I'm like, sure, this will be a good conversation. So this listener named Cassie texted, hey, my neighbor said the rudest thing just now, and I don't know what to think. I was pulled, uh, pulling out our trash, and my neighbor asked what we were up to this weekend. I said that I was taking my girls to Magic Mike tonight, which would have been Friday. They're 11 and 13. She rolled her eyes and said, a bit exposed, don't you think? What? Babies having babies, insinuating <laughs> it's going to <laughs> encourage my daughters to be sexually active. Question mark, bar face. I'm like, Ugh. I know exactly what you're going to say. Watch your bobber. But 11 and 13 going to that kind of movie is a little weird. A little weird to me. I wouldn't want to go watch that. I don't like when kissing scenes come on and Liam is next to me. I think it's like a little awkward. God, it's all part of human nature. I wouldn't want to watch. A, I wouldn't go to like um, 50 Shades. My mom wanted to go to the 50 Shades you wouldn't go with premiere. Her? And I could not. I was like, we ran out of tickets. I'm sorry. I lied. That's so weird. Like, I know my parents aren't around, but I don't think I would have been uncomfortable when she starts shoving those beads up her butt in front of my mom. You just ruined it for everybody. Well, it's not the whole movies, guys. But That's I'm a just spoiler. I don't think I would. I don't think I would have been uncomfortable by that. Sitting next to Marianne while she's doing yeah. the butt bead thing. Yeah, I don't you, think so. Wow. I, I would have just turned to my mom. I'd have been like. Butt plugs? You into something like that or what? I You're think that's disgusting. A, I think that's a fun conversation to have with your parents because they're more uncomfortable with it than you are. So you just got to break the ice? Yeah. 
Now I whether know. now I don't uh, I don't have a young daughter anymore, but I think if my wife would have said, "I'm going to take Reagan and one of her friends at 11 years old to Magic Mike when she was 11," I would have I would have probably said okay. I, uh, you would have w- gotten trash. No, I, I would have said yeah. I would have said if you think this is a good idea. When I when I don't know if it's a good idea, that's what I do to my wife. I go, if you think so, because now it's off my plate. Yeah, now it's on her. So I would I don't think I would have put up a, a, too big of a fuss on that. I don't want to be a prude. I just think eleven and thirteen, a little young, for the strip movies. Is the, so I listen. I haven't watched any of the Magic Mike movies. Is there actual male nudity? I haven't seen the latest one, and I totally about forgot ones? about the first one. Yeah, is it just banana hammocks, or do you actually see male genitalia? I don't think, I don't remember, to be honest. It was so long will, ago. Will you call us real quick? I mean, if you have an 11-year-old daughter, listen, I get it's sexually suggestive, but it, I mean, do you really see, like, dude parts in these movies? We, we clear this up real if quick. If you saw Magic Mike this weekend... Do you think that you would have liked to pan over and see an 11 and 13 year old there? I get that it's early. I get that you don't want to expose your children to too much too soon. But I'm very surprised that the majority of our listeners saying I would never, ever allow my 13 year old daughter to see the new Magic Mike. Yeah. So definitely not 11 years old. We had uh, Cassie read a text. That was sent to us, and she just said that her neighbor made her feel like a bad mom because the neighbor's like, oh, what do you got going on tonight? And she was talking to her on Friday. She goes, oh, I'm going to take my girls to go see Magic Mike tonight in theaters. And she was like 11 and 13, like basically making her feel like she's going to overly expose them to sexual things. So Catherine says, when I was 11, I saw the ghost movie. Without my parents knowing, I felt so badass. No stripping, uh, just pottery. And then Kelly says there is... Uh, Schmiener in the first one, uh, drugs and sex. I think the whole combination of everything that that movie is about is for grown women, you know, like we understand it. We get the vibe 11 and 13. They're going to be so confused. So my big question was, I mean, is this like, do they really show like male junk? And then 2864 said past movies don't expose themselves but I would bring my daughter at that age. By then, girls are hitting puberty, and honestly, they're probably curious about a couple of things. Opens up a window for the talk if you haven't had it yet. Okay. I personally don't see an issue if she wants to watch it uh, when it comes out. I get that. I get that. And a couple other people saying that uh, there are things that uh, are in the movies that might be a little bit too much for the 11 or 13-year-old not understanding. Yeah, I don't remember that prop from the first one. I'll have to re-watch it. <laughs> for the show. But there is truly, with maturity, there is a huge difference between 11 and 13. So if anything, I would bring my 13-year-old and say, it's a fun movie. We're going to have some conversations. If you walked out to but- the uh, Take the Garbage Out, though, and your neighbor said that, would you say... Anything, or would you just go? Okay, have fun. Yeah, I'd probably. That's just the difference, away. right? Most people are going to go. I think that was the the button that got pushed was that somebody else told you what they think about your parenting, yeah. And everybody gets all butthurt about that. I'd say, oh, okay, and then I'd go inside and tell Derek. Sarah with an A or Sarah with an H. Sarah with an H. Yeah. Hello, my name is Sarah. Yeah. But Sarah with an H. Let's go. Too bad if you don't like that. One question. Here we go. What's the next place since we're leaving to Cancun in just days? What is on your travel bucket list? 
Oh, gosh. Everywhere. Uh, Australia. Everywhere? Even, like, New Mexico? There's a new Mexico? Yeah, I haven't been many places, so... I like the Australia. That's All it. Right. That's Sarah who wants to go to Australia. Hello, Holly. How are you today? Good. And it's actually Molly with an M. Oh, Molly. I'm sorry. I misheard you first. So it's Molly yeah. with an M. Okay. Hello, my yep. name is Molly. It's Molly with an M. <laughs> and if you don't know anything else to rhyme with that, then we'll just stop you're going to die right now. Okay. You ready for your question, Molly? <laughs> yep. All right. What's your favorite way to spend a day off? Like, what would you do? Um, sit around the house, binging Netflix. Love it. That's Molly. And, and not doing any housework. Yep. What about go get your toes done? You want to go get your toes done? Get a boo? Get some stuff? Yes. Okay. Yes. Get a boob? All right, that's Molly with an M. Uh, I'd also like to introduce you today, Kat, to Beth with a B. Hi, Beth. Hi. How are you? Good, how are you? Great, thank you for asking. Kat's got one question for you. You might be president of Playhouse Island here. All right, Beth, what is your favorite outdoor activity? Oh. <laughs> You're struggling. Camping. Camping? Camping? Oh, All this right. might work in your favor. Okay. Right. Uh, and uh, last but absolutely not least is Miss Katie. Hi, Katie. How are you? Hello, I'm good. How are you? Great. Thanks for asking. Kat's got one question. We might make you our first president of Playhouse Island today. All right. What is the phone app that you use the most? It's your favorite. TikTok. <laughs> oh, nice. Enough. Okay. Yeah. All right. So there's Katie. Katie likes to take in the talk. We found out uh, a little something from Beth, from Molly. Also talked to Sarah. Kat, based on all of the reactions from our listeners, who... Do you think should be the president of Playhouse Island to start this morning? So I'm going to say we're going to confront a lot of things that could kill us. And that's what happens when you go to Australia. So I'm going to say Sarah. Okay, Sarah. Hey, congrats. Sarah, congratulations. Uh, not only could you win a trip to Australia today by listening to this show, but you are the first president of Playhouse Island today. Are you ready for all this responsibility? Uh, yep. It's not an easy gig. Uh, so, Sarah, what's going to happen now is I lock you in. And you have to throw one of our listeners to the sharks. You have to eliminate a phone line, one, two, three, or four. And the hard part is you don't know which line you're on. So who do you want to say goodbye to? Two. Line two must go, says Sarah with an H. And therefore, we say goodbye to... Ooh. Molly, she's all hating on you. I'm sorry. You're off the island. No. I hope you have a really good day, though. All right, take care. That's Molly, everybody. She will not win this contest today. Bye, Molly. Sarah, now, without further ado, you must kick off another phone line. Will it be one, three, or four that we throw to the Sharks today? One. Line one must go, and oh, no. Beth, I hate to see you go, but I love to watch you leave. Bummer. Have a great day. Sorry, Beth. She would have been a good one. Yeah. All right. So it's down to Katie or Sarah. And Sarah, as president of Playhouse Island, can you run the table? Which phone line do we hang up on next? Three or four? Four. Line four must go. So we say goodbye to... Sarah! Oh, no! You voted yourself oh, off the no. island. I'm so sorry. Katie's over here just playing TikTok, yeah. waiting hey, to win. Katie, congratulations. <laughs> You're the big winner today. Hey. Woo-hoo.
Good job. Now, uh, Katie, I'm going to lock you in here real quick so we don't say goodbye to you. But, Sarah, uh, Sarah I'm sorry. You got to go, honey. Have a great day. Thanks. Katie, congratulations. You're a huge winner today. I like that. Thank you. You are the epitome of this contest. Yeah, you sit there. You don't do anything. You win a whole bunch of great stuff. What's on the schedule for today? You do anything fun? I have to work. Yeah, what do you do? do? I am a bank teller. Uh, Okay, Hmm. so are you on your feet, like, or do you get a chair? Um, Both. Depends on how busy we are. And is it true whoever opens has to turn the shades a different way so people know that you're not being robbed? I can't tell you those secrets. Oh, oh it's rude. We know enough. All right. Hey, uh, do you work at a bank that does uh, the stuff for the dogs? Do you have treats for puppies? Yep. Okay. We have a lot of dog treats in different sizes, too. I like that. Have you ever tried you probably one? probably have different treats for humans instead of just dum-dums, don't you think? <laughs> like I mean, maybe yeah, some kind but... bars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? I don't know. That would be great if you have an idea. Go to the top with it. Okay. (laughs) The Playhouse Podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 530 to 9 on 1047 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.